Hey, welcome to the Think Orange podcast, where we want to encourage and equip leaders like you who are investing in the faith and the future of the next generation. My name's Dave Adamson. I'm one of your hosts. And in this season of the podcast, we're speaking to the humans who made Orange Conference 2022 happen. We'll talk about what it means to be human and how churches like yours can serve and care for the humans in your local community, plus provide a ton of other resources. And in this episode, I'm so excited for you to hear from my friend, Callan Moore. Now you may know Callan from the So-and-So Show, but he's also the next gen pastor at our church in California. And he's the author of a brand new book called Make Waves. Check it out. We believe the work you do on the front lines with kids and teenagers is the most important work in the world. Every meeting with a small group leader, email to parents, and late night supply run matters because you're helping kids and teenagers develop an everyday faith. On average, you have about 40 hours this year to influence the faith of kids and teenagers who come to your programming. That means you need to be intentional about your messaging strategy. Orange Curriculum is a comprehensive strategy for birth to high school. Each age group curriculum not only provides you with strategic messages to engage kids and students with biblical truths, but also resources to help you train volunteers and partner with parents. To start using Orange Curriculum to spend less time planning your message and more time doing what only you can do, building relationships. You can get started today at tryorangefree.com. That's tryorangefree.com. Hey there, Callan. How are you, man? I'm doing great, Dave. Great to hear from you and see you. It's so good to see you too. Before we get into uh, what we want to talk about, the book, Make Waves, we're going to talk about that a little bit and unpack that more. I would love to get a life update from you. Uh, for the podcast listeners or viewers on YouTube, Callan and I have known each other for a while, but I don't think we've seen each other for like two years, right? Wow. Yeah, it's, it, yeah since when you left, I think I yeah. saw you a month before you left, yeah. Yeah, and then you stopped taking um, my calls and you just, you ghosted me. Deleted. Yep. yep. Oh, wow. Deleted classic, and blocked. Classic millennial. That's what <laughs> I do. <laughs> classic millennial. Hey, uh, so give, give us all a really quick update. And actually, this is this is a good way to introduce you as well. Give us an update on your life, what you're doing, and what's going on in your, your family life now as well. Yeah, quickest update. Um, Katie and I have our two-year anniversary in about a month from the time of us recording this, which is yeah. awesome, the end of May. Still next-gen pastor at our church, doing great stuff there. We currently, as of this moment, me talking, we are currently in escrow for our very first house, Katie and I getting our very first house. So anyone listening and watching this, if you've ever bought a house, that's the stress that I'm under right now. It's super fun and they don't prepare you for it in life. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so doing that. And then on top of that, I became an uncle for the second time. My older brother had a a little baby named Kobe, like Kobe Bryant. So Kobe and... I'm just elated and can't wait to get out to North Carolina to meet little guy. So yeah, life is going. I'm doing great. And on top of it, I wrote a book. So there's that. Yeah. I don't know how you find the time to do all that, but thank you for that little update there. So let's talk about the book. The book is called Make Waves. It's a devotion. Tell us, who did you write this for? Yes. This devotion um, was kind of, uh, is a passion project and I was honored to be a part of this. So my favorite age of uh, students to work with are preteens. Preteens and middle schoolers are like my absolute favorite. I will put it on record for the rest of my life. And so this book is geared towards preteens. So those kids going through, I'm going to say it, going through puberty and trying to figure out life. Um, This is a perfect devotion um, to get them connected on just their life and connected with God at the same time. 
Why, Kellen, why do you have such a passion for preteens and middle schoolers? What, what is it that draws you to that uh, phase in life? Yeah, um, man, I love that question because it's super simple for me. I love preteens. I love middle schoolers because one, they're still silly. They're still goofy, but they want to be treated like they can handle responsibility well. Mm. So I love that balance of like, don't treat me like a kid, but don't treat me like an adult either. They're kind of in that middle stage of like, who am I? What do I do? And so I love just that moldable stage where it's like, hey, you guys are going to make decisions. So like your parents are now asking you, hey, are you going to be getting up on time versus I'm going to wake you up? They're like that in between of figuring out how to be a human. And so I love it. And they're fun. And it keeps me being silly because you know me, I'm a silly dude. Um, and I love being silly and high school tends to shun me because I still want to dab, but it's not cool. So <laughs> that's why I love preaching. I feel like, I feel like you're a, I don't know, a seventh grader for life or something like that's the stage that you're in and maybe that's got yes. something to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I learned the adult stuff like taxes and purchasing a home. I learned all the adult stuff but I love just like, yeah, that age of, of seventh grade for life. Love it. So the book <laughs> is called Make Waves uh, and it's a yes. devotional book, right? What, what sort of stuff do you cover in the book? So we do a nine week walkthrough of the fruits of the spirit. So okay. starting with uh, love all the way through self-control, we walk through all nine of the um, fruits of the spirits and we called it Make Waves because we believe, we being me and <laughs> the people that I got to partner with this on, um, we believe that Every decision you make has a ripple effect in your personal life, in your, uh, your, your public life. Yeah. And so we just want to help equip kids on like making the appropriate and correct waves um, for God in this world. Wow, that's really cool, dude. So, so what's, what are you hoping that a middle schooler uh, who reads this book, what, what's the one thing that you hope they take away from it? Yeah, I totally think they are. Um, I think 20-somethings have probably a... a a bigger voice because they have platforms and they don't have to ask permissions to speak and things like that. Yeah. But I really do think teenagers carry that momentum and they do have a say once adults give them permission and give them um, access to let people hear their voice. Once they're given that, like uh, that, that camera, once they're given that permission to speak their mind, boom, yeah. teenagers, I believe are on that, that, that precipice of change. Yeah, totally agree. So, so again, I'm, I'm moving away from the book because I'm asking the questions that I'm interested yeah. in at the moment. I'm going to come back. Yeah, let's do it. I promise. So, and, and part of this is selfish because I've got teenagers, teenage daughters, right? So, Kellen, as a, as a youth pastor or for all the, all the student pastors who, who are listening to this or watching this, we're, with teenagers having that much influence, because I, I really believe that they do, how do you in your position, your role as the next generation's pastor at your church, how do you funnel that influence so that a, a student ends up on the other side of that with their faith yeah. still intact? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think I am going to tack this to like a waves analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like the students, they're designing and they have built this boat. And okay. all they need is someone to help show them how to, to steer the rudder. Because we all know the rudder is like the smallest piece of the boat. And if you steer it left or right, it dictates yep. the entire ship. And so I feel like we as youth pastors, youth leaders are holding that rudder. They're, we're in the boat that they've built. We're in their world. Mm. We're mm. in the boat that they built. And all they are doing is allowing us permission to left or right the rudder and show mm. them like, hey, you can go right, but let's 
let's uh, let's learn a little bit about the water. You see that dark area up there? That's a storm. You can go that direction. Yeah. And we have prepared, and you're going to be able to withstand that storm. Or is there a better path for you to take that may avoid a lot of these chaotic things that can come up in your life? And so mm. I feel like I'm not steering the boat. I love students that you steer your boat. Just give yeah. me a small piece of influence, and I'll show you the direction that that boat should be going. Yeah. So, so when it comes to the fruits of the spirit, Kellen, what, um, how do the fruits of the spirit help with that rudder? D- does that influence the way that they go in any way? Yes. And we, we definitely discuss in the book, love, peace, joy, patience, goodness, kindness, all of those things. When you apply those things to your life, yeah. when you discover who God is, when you discover who you are in God, and you discover what these little tiny things of love. And I know I'm actually, let me use an example of kindness. Yeah. Kindness is one of my favorite words, being kind. My wife, Katie is the kindest human I've ever met on this planet earth. And the Lord has blessed me with her in that. But if we use kindness, the world talks about it all the time. We have um, talk show hosts who use kindness as their um, spokesword. We have people out yeah. there where it's like kind, kind, kind. I think if students understand why kindness was designed, Mm. why God put kindness on this earth and where their place in this grand scheme of, you know, God's kingdom and him building his kingdom. If they understand why love, peace, joy, patience, goodness, kindness, self-control, why those things exist and how they can apply them to their everyday lives. I think that will make a huge splash in their life. And we say make waves because if you take a rock, tiny pebble, throw it in a, uh, a lake, any type of body of water, it yeah. has a giant ripple effect. And so we want to teach kids, you don't have to know, learn how to move the mountain. That's God's job. All we have to do is learn these little pebbles and the effect that they have when you, when you throw it into the, uh, the ocean of life. <laughs> so. Dude, I love that. I love that. That's such a great analogy. It's and it's so visual as well, which I know is going to resonate with middle schoolers when you when you tie it to a symbol or an image, right? Um, yeah. So, other than kindness, Kellen, what would you say is your uh, your favorite fruit of the spirit? Oh, my favorite fruit of the spirit <laughs> outside of kindness, I would say joy. Okay, why? It's one of those things, joy. Now, self-control is my least favorite because that's the one I have to work on the most. So (laughs) I will say that. I will say that. But I will say joy is my favorite because I've taken all these tests like, you know, Briggs, Meyer Briggs and Enneagram and all these things. And they all center around um, other people. They center around positivity. They center around belief. They center around those things. I absolutely love joy because it's not a thing geared um word happiness is a thing geared when i'm around my wife i'm I'm so happy when i'm at disneyland at the happiest place on earth i'm happy when i'm eating food i'm happy but joy comes from this deep deep part of who we are and only comes from god where it's like man there is a storm up ahead but i can look beyond that storm and know that there is peace lying past it but Mm. joy is that thing that just gets you to there so i i love the concept of joy Mm. I wish I could display it more, like more than I already do. Like it's one of those things where yeah. like it's, it, it's contagious. And I know that word is 
a little bit different the last couple of years of us living in this world, but like joy. <laughs> I, after I said, it, I realized I'm like, I could find another word, but I'm going to stick with it. Joy, joy is very contagious when, when other people see it, it's that yeah. thing where people stop you in the street and this happened. I promise you um, yesterday of this recording, yeah. a person walked up to me and said, Hey, there's something about you. I don't know what it is, but there's something about you. And like, mm. I just want like, you just seem like a good dude. And like, I was at the mall and he walked off. That to me is joy. That is nothing Kellen has done. Yeah. That is just Kellen taking hold of this presence of God. And it, it just, ah, I love it. Here's what we know is true. You're listening to this podcast because you believe in what you do as a ministry leader. You know that every early morning, late night, and meeting that could have been an email is so worth it. And when you believe in what you do this much, you do everything you can to make it better. You know that the mission is too important not to try something new. And that's why we created the Redesign Your Ministry to Last course from Orange Masterclass. Join Reggie Joyner as he unpacks the five essential values for your ministry that will last far beyond a person, a model, or yes, even a pandemic, and innovative strategies to help you elevate them in your ministry. Start working on your ministry, not just in your ministry, today by going to orangemasterclass.com. Dang, dude, you're not, I love it. You're, not just, uh, you're not just preaching to middle schools now. You're preaching to everybody. I think we all need <laughs> a little bit more joy in our lives. I like, I like how you put that. Um, I like what you said about the difference between happiness. I've always, I've always seen it that happiness is based on what's happening to you. Hence, happiness happening great, yeah. together. And if you look at the Hebrew word in scripture that is translated as joy, it comes from the same root as the word for gratitude. So our joy comes from gratitude. And, and, and I just want to encourage you on this. So far on this podcast recording, you've said a couple of times, I'm so blessed. Uh, I've been so lucky. I've been like, you're speaking words of gratitude. So it doesn't surprise me that joy radiates from you because you've got this spirit of gratitude. So Good on you, dude. Well done. I'm glad that you're setting that example. It's not just something you Thank wrote you. about and researched. You're actually talking about it from, from, uh, from real life experience. Speaking of the writing process, uh, Kellen, what was that like for you to write a devotional? Ooh, first time. So everyone listening this is the first time I've ever written anything book form. So okay. I'm, I'm very proud. It was, you know, to make a long story short, it was during December. It was during Christmas, the holiday season. Um, where I, you know, I sheltered down and I just wrote like a madman. Still had holidays, still to, you know, New Year's and Christmas and stuff. But um, yeah, this last holiday season, I was able to write it. And it was the first long form anything I've written since probably college. Yeah. And that was probably wow. 15 years ago. Wow. And so um, it was definitely a coffee driven time. Yeah. Um, definitely a sleep deprived time. But it was really fun. It was really fun because, uh, like you said, Dave, just taking parts of just my life and being able to explore mm. them and ask questions and um, simplify. Oh, man, if I could tell you one of my favorite words, simplify. You are, and I, I'm going to just encourage you, you are phenomenal at simplifying <laughs> big ticket um, theological things, especially in your YouTube and what you do online. It's phenomenal. And simplification Thanks. is my favorite word. Because the Bible can be complicated if you don't understand, like yeah. my pastor says, the there and then and how it applies here and now. Yeah, and so crazy. simplification is amazing. So it was really good to write out these big thoughts and then like 
man, if I was 11, how would I need to understand this concept? And so yeah. just simplifying it down. So I had a blast. I didn't lose hair, but it was, it was a little <laughs> more stressed because I've never done it before, but it was so rewarding. So, and I know you understand it's so rewarding when yeah. all your thoughts and imagery is down into a, a book and you have smarter people than you that help you, you know, yeah, tidy it up. And then, um, yeah, here it is. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I love it. I want to drill down a little bit further on something that you just said then about, you know, uh, taking uh, simplifying large concepts. Um, our friend Ashley Bowens has written a book as well, which is available on Amazon, uh, how to communicate yes. to middle schoolers. And in that, she talks about when you're communicating with middle schoolers, and, and there's a question at the end of this, but when you're communicating with middle schoolers, it's not about watering it down. It's about breaking it down. How important was it to you in writing this devotional to break down those uh, fruits of the spirit? I mean, there's, there's words in there. Let's be honest. There's words in there that we don't typically use in, in, in everyday life. Uh, words like self-control even. I mean, that's not something that people normally talk about. How important was it for you to break down those words so that middle schoolers could understand them in a, in a written form? Man, I, I love that. I love that example you gave that Ashley uh, writes about in that book. Um, I'm stealing that because I, I absolutely love that. Sorry, I've already Letting stolen everyone it. know. <laughs> it's so good. I've already yeah, stolen watering it. <laughs> man, watering down makes everything taste worse. You ever had watered down coffee? It, yeah. It's just worse. But once you understand how, yeah, when you understand how to break it down, the components in it, you actually enjoy it a lot more. And yeah. so um, breaking down, that's, it was so important. Like I would not have finished this book if I didn't make that a focal point. Yeah. Um, Cause me like thinking back to me as a 11 year old, which is sometimes hard, I think for older people is going mm. back and like putting yourself in that seat. Cause yeah. some people listening here probably said, Oh, I hated my preteen years. I hated being a, a middle schooler. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I remember the, you know, the ridicule and the stuff like that, like every person gets or the onset ridicule in their mind. We all have done that, yeah. but it was important to break it down because I'm like, if I'm 11 and I'm trying to teach myself, self-control that, like mm. I said earlier, I'm still working on. Mm. How do I break it down where the student or the, the kid reading it doesn't feel dumb or degraded yeah. if they yeah. can't do the practical steps? Mm. And so within the book, I believe every, every week has about five days um, okay. per week. And at the end of every day, there's an activity or a question, something that yeah. the student, the kid must do yeah. in order to um, apply what they've just read. Okay. And that application, I think, is a great breakdown, whether it's a word search, whether it's a, a letter they have to write themselves, whether mm. it's a go out and um, find what I call in the book a swimming buddy to help you memorize scripture. Yeah. Um, I'm very on brand in this book, and it's, yeah. it's pretty awesome. <laughs> just saying, it's, it's really awesome. <laughs> Before I finish this thought, inside the very first word of the very first book I've ever written, is Cowabunga, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Ninja Turtle fan in me, preteen Kellen loving Ninja Turtles, but the fact that Cowabunga um, from this Southern California boy is the very first word in my book. But like every every activity breaks down the thing they just learned, so I, yeah. it's very important. This book wouldn't have worked if I didn't break things down. Okay, I'm going to pick up on something else you just said in your answer and ask you another question. You talked about there's there's practical applications associated with this yes. book and some one of them is to write a letter. If grown man, husband, about to be a homeowner, Kellen, could write a letter to 11-year-old Kellen, 
about the fruits of the spirit, what's the one or two sentences you would say? 11 year old, I would say memorize them. And I still have a best friend that I did at the time. So his name's David. So it's a great name, oh, David. This is awkward could, now. Thank you. Yes. It, it yeah. is weird. Ooh. Wow. Um, you know, would, well, we're being best friends since we were 11. I love it. You know, there, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Like we shouldn't be embarrassed about that. Oh, it's not me. Now it really is <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Different name. I would say memorize those fruits because I wish I applied the sooner in my life. Yeah. And you are uh, not use David, but um, lean on David for accountability because he was my best friend since third grade all the way through uh, all my primary and secondary schools. So, like mm. he was with me the whole time. So I think I would tell myself to lean on him for accountability because he was my friend is my friend and was very accountable to me. I don't think I was intentional on my end mm. of applying these fruits. So I know, I know kind of like a, it wasn't as a, answer but i think that's what i would do it'd be like hey memorize these things man and you have an amazing christian who wants to be accountable with you lean on that more so dude i i, I think that's a great answer are you kidding me that's a perfect memorizing scripture and have somebody who's walking through life with you i mean i'm pretty sure that that's what jesus taught as well so i, <laughs> I think it's a really good answer and in fact i think it's such a good answer that i want to say this if David is listening or watching this, we would love to hear from you. I want to, I'm going to email me at dave at thinkorange.com. I would love to hear from David. Do you, is there a chance that he would be listening or watching? Oh, yes. I will send this to him as soon as I know it's out there. Um, but yeah, he'll definitely, definitely he'll respond. Big, He's that type of person. Big. So do you still stay in touch with him? Yeah, I actually just talked to him a few days ago and he and his wife, just fun fact about my awesome friend, David, he and his wife are going to Korea to adopt um, a, a little boy named oh, wow. Joab and they're bringing him home in about a month. So wow. I, I love their heart. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. awesome. I love that. Dude, there's so much good stuff about that. I think if we can, if we can teach all uh, middle schoolers to have relationships like that, I mean, that's. That's, yeah. that's game changing in a lot, in a lot of ways. So I'm glad you stay in touch with him. David, big shout out to you, man. Like, good job. Well done. And we'll be yeah. proud for him. Um, Callan, tell us all uh, where we can get the book, how we can get it. How do we get a signed copy of it? Well, that was for Ooh. myself. I'm asking that one for myself. But where can people get a copy of this book? Um, you can go on Amazon.com. You can search Make Waves. You can search Kellen Moore. Um, I have an author bio on Amazon. Who am I? So yeah, you can go on Amazon uh, to pick it up. You can visit uh, devotional2.com. So it's devotional2.com. Pick it up there. Or you can go to the Orange Store and find, search Make Waves and find it there as well. Sign copies. I'm not entirely sure. If you're going to Orange Conference and find me, I'll sign every book that you have. I'll sign every, any and all things. Um, but not look just at my, my your book. You'll sign anybody's book. I'll sign any book. You can hand me, you know, John Acuff's book. I'll sign his. I'll sign your book. <laughs> I'll sign whatever book. Um, just not the Bible. I won't sign the Bible. I did not write that. Um, I'm nowhere close to that. And then also, if you guys check my social media out, so Twitter or Instagram at Kellen Moore, um, I'll be posting stuff in the next couple 
days within conference. I know this, I don't know when this is coming out. So my bad for timelining this incorrectly, but you can check out my social media and um, we can get you signed copies there. Why not? That is absolutely brilliant. Um, I love it. Callan, I can, I can just see your enthusiasm, not just for the book, but for all the middle schoolers who have the potential to read it. Um, uh, I just want to encourage everybody right now, if you're a parent of a middle schooler, if you're a carer of a middle schooler, an aunt, an uncle, a grandpa, whatever it is, friend, a neighbor of a middle schooler, buy a copy of this book, get it into their hands because it's going to have a ripple effect throughout their whole life in order that they can, Callan, I'm setting you up here so that in the rest of their life, they will be able to make waves. Brilliant. Callan Moore, <laughs> you are an absolute legend. Thank you so much for writing this book. Seriously, dude, from the from a, from a dad of teenagers, thank you so much for writing this book. Um, it's so good to see you. And uh, yeah, we'll put all the details on how people can get the book and connect with you on social media into the show notes. So make sure you all go and check those out. Callan, have a great day, man. Isn't Callan absolutely amazing? If this episode was helpful for you, we would love if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, just like Charlie did when he wrote... I have served for over 10 years in youth ministry and I wish this resource was available to me when I started. Every week brings content that is challenging and helps me grow as a ministry leader. Well, thanks so much for that review, Charlie. We read every single one that comes in. Well, don't miss out on picking up your copy of Callan's book, Make Waves at the Orange Store. Thanks so much for listening. My name's Dave Adamson and I'll see you next time.